Thank you for joining us on the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe. Give us a rating you feel we deserve and leave a comment. Follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. If you have questions or comments, you can always email us at jrepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey, gang, if you are in Ottawa, be sure to check out our sponsor for this podcast, Ward 14. Ward 14 is Ottawa's first and only consignment bar. That's right. Everything inside the bar is for sale. The bar stools, the bar tops, the board games, the fish. I don't know about the fish, but everything pretty much is for sale in this bar. They have a lovely food menu. They have uh, great specialty drinks. The staff are awesome. Uh, it's a quaint little place. So if you're looking for a place to go in Ottawa, it's in the heart of Ottawa's Little Italy. Check them out. Ward 14, 139 Preston, right beside the fire station. Uh, Ward 14, sweet little consignment bar. Check them out if you are in Ottawa. Thanks so much. Back to the J R E E, the Joe Rogan Experience. Experience. My name is Matt Floyd. As always, I am joined by Kamar. Hey, and Simon. Hello. Quick R I P to J D. J Dilla. Been dead thirteen years, and we're playing a little homage. Kamar, how was your week? Great week. Great week. Nothing. Nothing big to report, though. Fun time with you boys watching the fights. That's by the highlight. Terrible night of fights, in my opinion. Simon, how was your week? My week was good. Thank you very much. It was um, the first uh, letdown fights we've had all in a really long time. So. You know the MMA community was going crazy yeah. about that? Yeah, I was about that to say, if you look on social media. Like, yeah. They like, loved it? Oh, yeah. legendary. The stuff of legends. Oh, I, I wasn't into it. I yeah. How I really he stepped was... up and made the night sort of thing by losing. To me, it seemed like two mimes trying to fight each other. There was a lot of this. I know just, that's Just goes to show you great think for... you know, but you don't know. Yeah. Well, clearly we're not that well-versed in UFC. Um, all right, we got to get right into are, it. Are we going to do a wrap up this week? Well, we'll see because I don't know. This is going to be this. We might do a two parter because there was six. That's right. Six Joe Rogans this week. None of them were fighter companions or none of them were MMA. So this might take a while. We might have to break this one into two. Full load. Did you want me to tackle housekeeping or just save it for the wrap up? Save it for the wrap. All right. There we go. All right, uh, we might as well get right into it. Uh, if this is your first time listening, uh, very simple format. We uh, break down every episode of the JRE this week. Pretty simple. We give you our thoughts, how we feel, uh, and keep in mind, none of this matters. All right, let's get it started. <laughs> okay. Yes, uh, it's the room. Yes, as Simon gets up and leaves. Uh, 1237. Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm so glad you said I was about to call him Steven. That would have been funnier. Definitely not his name. Sebastian Maniscalco. Sebastian Maniscalco. Which is ironic because I'm pretty sure two episodes ago I mentioned that he should be coming on the podcast because he just released a Netflix special and here he is. Sort of a Matrix moment. Yeah, I guess maybe just a good guess. Not so much a Matrix moment. Foresight. This guy's almost like Joey Diaz in that I find the slower he talks 
the deeper his like like North Bergen New York accent becomes. Do you yeah. know what it's like when he's talking normally? It's just kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm uh, kind of like uh, just a normal guy. But then when he slows down, he's like, listen, Joe, I don't think you quite understand like what I'm talking about over here. <laughs> We're not going to uh, rate this episode. Oh, Kamar, good on you. He wasn't even going to say a word. No, we rate the episode into, after. Okay, What's wrong with you? We rate the week first. Okay. That's yeah, where you yeah. were right. There Before we say it, I, I thought we had to rate something. We rate No, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Let's rate the week. <laughs> That's <laughs> why you should be the host. Sorry. No way. No way. Um, so six episodes this week. We'll start with Simon. What do you give the week? I give the week a uh, four. There was a lot going on, a, lot, a little bit of controversy, quite a few guests. So we got a real, you know, give it a wide four. base. I give it a 4.6. I didn't really like that animal guy. That was my favorite. I... <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to give it a three. I thought it was. Whoa. Wait. No, there were some highs and lows. Thinking for yourself. That's all. That's... Well, listen, I just thought like Red Band was only on so that Joe could talk about. Vent. Yeah, could vent. Maniscalco, like whatever. Um, Travis Barker was pretty good. That was amazing. Forrest Galante didn't care for. Eh. Sam Harris is always a good time. Mm. Um, and Tim Pool was interesting. Very interesting. So like I said, I thought half of the week was worth listening to, and the other half, maybe whatever. I'm just shocked he didn't go with a 4.6. Yeah. Who, me? Yeah. He's going out of his own. You can go your own way, baby. Whatever. You guys are fucked. I'm gonna, uh, from now on, I'm going first. I'm the host of this fucking... Respectable. I'm driving this train. You guys can fuck right off. <laughs> All right, back to the show. 1237, Maniscalco. That's where you go to a note, Simon. My my first note is just silly. Um, it's that I don't read books anymore either. I only listen to books on audio now. I, I just find it really hard to justify sitting down and reading. A, I feel like I'm wasting time. Whereas when I listen to a book on CD or on uh, audio, I can just, you know, do something else while I'm listening. Kind of like what I do when I listen to Joe. Mm-hmm. I... Uh... Yeah, there's like someone, I, there was a tweet I read a while ago that was like, if you go on a date with someone and you go back to their house and they don't have any books, you should just leave. And I was like, well, that's unfair because I've got like 50 on my iPhone. They're I wonder, just not on a shelf on my fucking wall for everyone to see how smart I am. I just wonder if there's a retention thing if you actually read it. I mean, I have the same problem that they were talking about, about like get to the end of a paragraph and then forget because I something and it made me uh, distracted so i think i have the same level of retention reading as i do listening to the thing mm -hmm. i think i have more listening to it than i do reading it always yeah just in general yeah. i think that i'm a better listener oh. and seer than i am uh you know reading and remembering I used, I used to like to read but yeah i don't read it yeah no i agree i mean listen we didn't have the option it, it before was, right so you wanted to part of it. get some information that wasn't a movie you had to read a book yeah, I mean, I sit in front of a computer a lot, so it's just convenient for me to have a book playing in the background while I'm working or then, you know, nothing. Um, so he doesn't retire material. What do you guys think about that? Well, well I, I think his nature is being so, like, uh, animated and, you know what I mean, that he doesn't feel it's I know, I know. are going to him for his... Wit. I know we've had this discussion before of I went to see a comedian who came here. They actually mentioned this comedian in this discussion, but like I, I just that's to me that's not okay. And if you're going to a comedy show and you're yelling out to the guy for a bit that he did 
eight years ago, then you're not even staying current with that comedian. You so know? then you do recognize that when he does that bit, it's not necessarily him wanting to do that bit. It's him trying to appease half the audience. Okay, maybe. Well, no, like I... I but I'm, nobody was yelling out for that bit at this show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's also because we're polite people. Yeah, the Canadians, yeah. right? And no, but do you, do you see... I, I do. I understand exactly. I didn't look at it that way before, and I guess, but but no, in my head, I'm like, listen, it, that, you're just worried because you want to sell out these massive arenas, you know? Like, don't do not do a show for 15,000 people, do two shows for seven, and you can do all new material, you know? Well, no, I think it's the fear. Get over the fear. Like, listen, if 10 people stand up and are like, why didn't you do bacon-wrapped walnuts, then just be like, you know... But I don't know. Sure. Like, I mean, listen, I'm not a comedian, so I don't really have a say in what they do. But no, as, but I'm with you. Somebody if you who's go see watching, Bert, if you go see Burt Kreischer, <laughs> if you want to see the machine, go to YouTube. Right. Exactly. And go to, watch that right before you go see him. And even worse is if you're yelling out, "Do the machine," you've seen it. Right. Exactly. So I don't understand, like, like I get when you go to a concert, why you would want to hear a band play a song like that. I understand, you know, but it's not the same with jokes. I mean, I also don't understand it for a band either. Like, yeah, okay, you're. I want to hear my favorite song. You've you've literally probably listened to it twenty five thousand times. They're gonna play it one time because there's something to yeah, be said about a live sure. performance for a song, which doesn't equate to a live performance for a comedian. So that's actually where I disagree. And I think, uh, who was it? Nick DiPaolo said it. He said uh, the real the real meat of a joke is what happens in between. Because he's like, you you know, as a stand-up, you do your routine, you know, night after night. He's like, it's the the magic happens in between, you know, the stuff that you haven't planned. So you could sit there and say, Bert, you know, Bert could tell the machine 10 nights in a row and it might always be slightly different because he might add a little flavor to it or whatever. I was going to say until that part that I kind of agreed with what you were saying, but I don't think that necessarily that statement has to be for an old joke, you know, like it could be for your new material and every night that you do it, there's something a little bit different because the crowd is a little bit different. It has nothing to do with regurgitating material. I just think it's a standard that's relatively new imposed sort of de facto <laughs> by uh, Louis C.K., because the only person who was really turning over material before was Carlin. Right. Up until Louis C.K. was like, this is what I do, this is how it happens, and a lot of guys sort of, yeah, I'm going to do that too, but... Well, I guess to me it's the gold standard, and it's the way it should be. And I was thinking it depends on, like, if you're paying premium money to see somebody, then uh, maybe they maybe they should do a tour one year of these cities and Simon, the opposite cities. I, uh, Simon, I just look at it like... Let's say Bert sold out shows for the next 10 years just doing the machine bit. I mean, I guess you as a fan, you want to know going in, oh, he's just going to do the machine bit. But if he if if he sells out a place with people knowing he's just going to do the machine, then what does it matter? Like, Well, I mean, okay, but that's not the case, right? Because no, just like you said, half of those people or whatever the number is, some of those people are going there for new material. I understand, but it's like going to a Bob Seger concert. You know, everyone's like, just play fucking... Freebird. There's way more guys. Yeah, Freebird isn't Bob Seger. Whatever, you know what I'm saying. There's way more guys that would disappoint <laughs> night, you. Night That's move. it, Night Moves. Night Thank moves. you. But you know what I mean? Like, There's way more guys that would disappoint Free you. Freebird is Leonard Skinner. You're, yeah, no, no. still I, doing these jokes? I, t- like I totally hear you, Kamar. So you should yeah. pay a premium to see those guys that pull that off, but... I, I guess. I don't fuck know. yeah. Uh, speaking of Bert, um, is it too much on Instagram now? 
I don't follow Burns. He's, he's in the middle of his tour. I, I, I mean, well, they talked about it, right? Like they actually used him as an example yeah, of but, the guy. Well, but, no, but I knew uh, when he was talking about it. I knew I was like, Bert's coming up. And I thought Maniscal, like he, he was, did a good job of covering up. But I, uh, listen, they think it's too much. You think so? I think so. Uh, yeah. I think Sebastian was like, I wish I could no, do that. No, I totally. I, maybe I misread. I'd have the, to see it in person. Maybe I, I did. I, I misheard one. it or you know misunderstood it. But I got the impression. That he was about to maybe not say something as nice and then realized where he was and who he was talking to. And I, I just thought he was picking him up. I thought, he, listen, I think that I think there's a lot of people that wish they had the ability to put themselves out there like Bert does. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't think most people have that in them to be like, I'm going to videotape my a whole great life. portion of my yeah. life or want I think he just grew up with a camera around him. Well, look, like when he was 18, you know, he was yeah. the life of the party. He had a show. Maniscalco doesn't need that though. Right. He's selling out Madison square. He doesn't have to prostitute. Yeah. But I think his ego Instagram. would like to have lots of followers and lots of likes. Like, I wonder. I, no. And I'll tell you, cause I'll, our, our, uh, Instagram follows him. And like, he does a lot of those live videos where it's just like him bored, sitting there looking at his phone and like to who, me that's who are vain. we talking about here? Oh, okay like i saw him do it this weekend where he was like i'm fucking bored out of my mind here and then people just start chatting and he answers their questions and like i don't know i me personally let's say i had a million followers no matter how bored i am i could never just sit in front of my fucking phone and be like hey strangers how's it going today I, that's just not me yeah i mean you have to have that but uh, yeah i mean it's perfect for bert right his whole Shtick is built around not giving two shits, and that's just a way to give less shits, right? Well, he also <clears throat> his wife's part of the crew too, in a way, and he, he she's on there a lot, mm-hmm. and he makes his kids part of it. Like I don't know, it, oh no, some of the stuff he does is funny. Like I find I'm, it annoying. I'm not saying I just there's so much of it, and some of it is like really um, just it's driven, it's sales driven, right? So it it seems What's less genuine. That, though, it mean. just seems less genuine than some of the other stuff on there. Well, it, there's nothing wrong for with the that. for the example you gave. I really think he was like, I wish I was like, yeah, Bert. okay, fair That's enough. I think fair enough. I because like, what was his hobby? <laughs> Hospitality, like he, Sebastian Maniscalco. He just cares what people think of him. Like I, I think that's his, his motivation. He's not like a, he's not like, I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want to say. And if people don't like yeah, no, I that agree. sort of fucking yeah. attitude. He's definitely not that kind of comedian. He's not. He's a, he's a total people pleaser guy. Like, But I, do you think there's any separation in him? Uh, sorry, I don't understand. Like some guys are a character on stage and, and they're like. No, I assume he's like that. He's. I think he is like that. I've yeah. never seen his whole act, so I don't know. You can't really. stomach it? Yeah, he's just not my, yeah. that's not my type of thing. Like, I've seen bits of him, but I don't know. I've heard his podcast, though, and he's exactly the same. He's he, the same. He's, that's just who he is. Yeah, you know what he reminds me thing. of? He reminds me of, like, a, but like so a modern Bert. Italian Kramer. Yeah. He's, he's way, the racism, he's way cooler. But just, that. yeah, you know what I mean? All the, like, fucking the jittery, the moves, What's the physical comedy. People. But, like, he says he doesn't write jokes. You know what I mean? It's all just acting it out. Lots of uh, lots of comedians say that, though, that they don't write jokes. You know, they, lots of guys will just listen to their thing in their head. They'll be like, okay, I got to put that here and that here. And and that's why he can't flip his material as much. Mm hmm. But uh, I thought like, I, I think Burr I writes. thought Burr doesn't write. 
And I don't think Burr writes. They said Burr Burr doesn't write, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, again, these guys that do these things are such anomalies. Louis writes, you know what I mean? I would would assume that most of them would write. It's a lot of, like, the older school guys who, you know, maybe have been doing it a long time that don't have to do that anymore. I have Well, I think in this day and age, too, it's recording is more accessible and easier. So you don't necessarily have to write it all down. You can... You could, you know, literally audio record a joke. You can even like just record your set and be I like, I think Sid Bad didn't write either. <laughs> Biggie didn't write. Small company. Um, Jay Z doesn't write, apparently. Biggie, Biggie too, just shows up or used to just show up in the Which booth. Which is crazy. Yeah, that's super crazy. Crazier, I think. I think, ra- yeah. Yeah. The, I would say 16 jokes. bars is harder. Like to rhyme and then albums, I think it's way yeah. crazy. Well, I mean, Jay Z's rhyming is suspect to begin with, right? Whether it is all rhyme. How so? Well, because he rhymes words that don't even rhyme. I believe that's called rap. Okay. Did you know? Oh, did you see that? Uh, I mean, total, he just ends things with Iza, and that makes them all combined together. Makes new words. So <laughs> total sidebar. Did you notice? Did you see that Eminem reposted Delia's Eminem rap video? Yeah. They had him on uh, Fighting the Kid talking about it. They had Delia on? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have Eminem on, trust me. No. They, well, because I, I don't think Eminem can hang, man. I didn't know fucking Obama went on Mark Marin. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. He talks about it on uh, yeah, the Tim Rogan Poole. episode. No, I was, no, but I, Marin talks about it on the Rogan. I was, oh, I was there when it happened. Like, listen to every episode of Marin. They, oh, okay. they gave Marin questions he had to ask. Like, it was all super scripted out. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's no good. But I read an article saying it's, like, it's sort of the worst thing that could happen to Marin. Because it's just the ultimate guest, like yeah, I guess. Like, yeah. like he, it, he started out just doing comics, but he's yeah, gone yeah. through every fucking comic. So, and then I guess Keith Keith Richards was good. He's had some cool guys on, but yeah, but most comics that start a podcast start with comics. That's your just who you whoever he. That's can get who you to know. Yeah, right. Like, but he just got like the Louis one is infamous. Yeah. And, Sorry, we got off topic though. Man's yeah, no, no, that's a, that Scorsese movie. That uh, Maniscalco's in the Irishman. Is that what it's called? A new one with yeah, Action that Bronson. Sounds amazing. I think that was man. the coolest part of this podcast. Him talking about that and just being, being on set, and, but being like nervous. You know what I mean? About about like being able to act well, with how, these guys. How could he not? Well, of man. course, yeah. But that that that's that's the most genuine part I saw of him in this whole. Podcast. I don't even know if I could take that role. It, Maybe that's why I wasn't offered. It would be no, but I, yeah. <laughs> as man. him. Do you understand what I'm saying though, Kamar? Like I, I if if. You fuck that if, up, you're the, you're done. I don't think I could take the opportunity. Forever. I I just like I, I would piss myself first. Day There's a lot riding. I on think that you role. could do it. I think you could pull it off myself. Are well, you talking about Matt? He could if he yes. They they don't just like read the lines. He gives put you the makeup so, so much. Well, um, no, I know he's down on himself. <laughs> <laughs> Pick him up, but no, you, you're very versatile and animated. Sure, thank you, but what I'm saying, Mars, it, it, <laughs> we're talking about a Scorsese movie. I'm just talking about it's why it's, <laughs> Fuck these God. pretzels are making me thirsty. Um, no, Hypothetically, I, if there was a reason I'm I just to saying, do the movie. What I'm saying, Kamar, is let's say I made it through. I, I guess my point is I wouldn't make it past the auditions because I just would be so nervous. I agree like, with that. Yeah, <laughs> like for sure. Unless it was a nervous guy. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and then you nail and it. No, Norton as Rickles. But yeah, that'd be crazy. That sounds That's amazing. Great. What that, a great casting. That'd be crazy. That's really good. Yeah. Those three guys. And it's like, I tell jokes. I told you Action Bronson's in it too, right? Well, who does he play? I don't know, but Scorsese put Action Bronson in the movie. Really? Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if they cover up all his tattoos. 
Probably they do that for a lot of actors. Yeah, they, Tons well, of they actors. They must because it's Jimmy Hoffa. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, because he's playing a seaman yeah. or something. <laughs> he's playing a seaman with a fucking big anchor. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, it, what was weird about this podcast is the whole time I thought we we're going to address. Oh no, it happened too. Dorsey. It happened too soon. Yeah, so there was and nothing. Then, so they're just going through it. I was sort of yeah. like, okay, like, let's talk about what just happened there. And otherwise, I mean, it's it's a fun back and forth between uh, two comedians. So that's Kamar telling us to wrap. No, no, it up. no, no. I, 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 I'm fine with that. <laughs> if you disagree with me or whatever, you have more notes. I just always like to say what my general feeling about it, but I don't. Yeah, just all in one shot. No, no. Let's be serious. Most of the time, when a comedian comes on, it's our favorite episodes, but there's very little to talk about. It's just good background we can't talk. Re- we're not going to regurgitate their jokes. No, we're that's not- that's corny. Um, have you guys ever played pickleball? I mean, it's not actually called pickleball where we're from. But so that's the thing is, I was having a tough time because I went to Venice last year and I was like, I don't think it's called pickleball. It's not it's called, called pickleball. Wiffle ball, isn't it? I don't think it's no wiffle ball is with the bat. Oh, that's with the cup. No, it's oh. with a bat, a wiffle ball bat. Okay, um, but I have I've seen them playing. We we'd have to play this game in gym class. It was part of our curriculum. Except we would play in the gym, not on a on a court. On a, I think the court is actually supposed to be a little bit smaller. Yeah, it's smaller than a tennis court. But it's actually a really fun game. Oh, they play it in Venice like professionally. Well, that's what Jamie was saying was that there's a ton of courts in Venice. If you go down to Venice, at, which like, we will. Yeah, yeah, which of course. But when you go down there at like like peak time, there's all the courts are packed, all of them. Let's. Uh, I think I could win some money for us down there playing pickleball. This guy's fucked. You realize there's guys that all they do is sit on the fucking. Why? Because it's your other arm. Well, it's my other arm. Uh, actually, I probably couldn't run around, but before before you bet the fire, yeah, yeah. <laughs> broken horse. I'll have to I'll have to practice a little bit. Yeah, you might want to do that just once or. Is twice. there any ping pong down there? Because that uh, I don't have to move around too I'm much sure for that. that. I'm sure in LA there there is ping pong in LA for there sure. are ping these outdoor ping pong tables all over the place now. I've seen them. It's the like worst. Yeah, when we sure. went to uh, Boston this summer, they had a bunch. It's amazing, man. They're these like cement tables. The ones yeah, I, I saw yeah. were these cement tables, but there's and, wind, and you just bring. Sorry, but there's wind. Well, the, you, there's wind anytime you play ping pong outside. No, he's saying I, indoor well, yeah, ping pong I, I, doesn't I, I, have wind. I don't think. Oh, okay, outdoor. but we play outdoor ping pong all the time it's at a the cottage. Game. I mean, not, you, that's not, a, well, not that much though. If it's windy. Anywho, it's a really neat idea. You know, it's a public yeah. table. You bring your own paddle and ball. They should do that here for sure. I'm sure they will. Yeah. Like in Toronto. I mean, we're slow to get everything. Yeah, in. I was going to say. Good old Ottawa, yeah. but I assume it's coming. But like when you go to Toronto, all the all the major parks and paths have those. Uh, and I know you probably haven't seen them because we live in Ottawa, but they have like exercise gear. It's hard to explain. So like they have these things that are bikes that like use your own weight. So like when you pull up, you're pulling up your own weight. But it's a stationary thing? Yeah. Okay. But it's but they're everywhere all along these paths in this in it's, Toronto. Um, There's all an sorts elliptical. of elliptical. Is that what that is? No, because an elliptical is with your feet and that your looks hands. like it can make it through the winter. Anyways, whatever. They do, they just sit there. Mm-hmm. They're like super um I think someone like that will end up in the suburbs before it ends up here. Probably. You're probably right in Orleans or some shit in the sticks. Are we uh, done with Manascopa yeah, or you guys do you have a bunch you, more? No, no, you guys well, want to end this? we just have so many to Yeah, get, no, this but. is a good one to get by. Um, to end it, yeah. just how Joe ended it, he said, um, Sebastian Manas Salko. Because he sulked? No, just no, that's just how, you know how he says the guy's name at the end of the episode? He said his name wrong. It felt like Joe was trying to do a bad impersonation of him the whole show. Yeah. He didn't get it, though. 
I don't know whether he didn't get it or whether he was just kind of like, all right, whatever. He must get that all the time. I guess, Your voice sounds like that. He's so fucking, yeah. So Italian. It's almost, no, it's like New York Italian. He's like a caricature voice of an Italian. Actually, he's kind of a caricature of Of a New York Italian. But he's really like that. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's a show. I'm just saying, though, if you were like making a stereotype of a New York Italian guy, Remember the Eddie Murphy bit about Rocky? All right, Rocco. Yeah, like yeah, he's that's, that's him. Yeah, yeah he exactly. seems like that dude. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, Simon, what do you give uh, the episode? How many Jamies? <sighs> I give the episode uh, three and a half Jamies. Come on. And oh, and you're we'll, gonna rate him as a person? No, no. Well, we'll do that after. I was Come just on. gonna tell you why. Yeah, I mean, I like Sebastian, and uh, just like I said, that thing was looming about what they should be talking about. Uh, three point five. Okay. Well, I don't care. I did. I didn't expect him to get into Jack Dorsey with fucking Maniscalco. I mean, I give it a three. I, I'm not a huge fan of his comedy. I thought he was a decent guy. I just, it was nothing political. Was good. Um, I thought it was whatever. There was nothing like crazy in this episode. Sorry, not. Uh, so we'll rate him now, Kamar. So I'm going to give uh, him as a person. I mean, uh, I'll give him a four, just like the episode. I'll or no, 0.5 more than the episode. I'll give him a personal four, the same as you. All right. And uh, do you all rate for Matt on him? Matt didn't like him. He gave him a two and a half. He thought he was corny and too Italian. Yeah, that's exactly what Matt Which thought. is weird coming from an Italian. Whoa, you don't get a voice. You got a lot of nerve buddy. there, Matt. You lot had nerve. your chance. And I'm sorry. So that's a 2.5 from Matt. That's harsh, eh? Yeah, Matt, Matt really I'm, didn't like I'm going to say this. You don't like record. someone. You don't I'm going like to say someone. this for the record. There's going to come a time where we might have listeners and they might judge us. So I just want the listeners to know I'm not into this judging people based on a one to five. So when it comes time to, for us to get judged, I hope you just judge these two fucks and not me. All right. Listen, think, we uh, everyone I'm sure thinks very everybody, highly everybody who deserves a good judging gets it. You're the only one who's given people two point fives. If you <laughs> so are, let's move on. If you are a quote unquote funny. listener. Email us and just tell us who you don't like. Don't do that. All right. <laughs> All right. 1238, Brian Redband. Uh, so I guess we can all agree why Brian was on this episode. We'll just get this out of the way right away. Well, I okay, I will say this. Brian was actually on a bunch of different podcasts this week, so I'm not... Oh, maybe he I don't necessarily... Okay. Maybe it was a good chance for Joe to bring on someone Joe had, he knew he could Joe talk had through. some laundry to air. For sure. And Brian's the type of guy who would sit there for half an hour while... Joe aired his laundry. I also just don't think Brian brings a lot to the table anyway. So. <laughs> Still manages to say stupid stuff. What did, you, yeah. what did you say about this episode? Because it was really funny and it was classic. You said this was the best uh, Brian Redband episode ever. Oh, I don't remember. Because Brian was only there half of the time or something. I don't know. There was, I mean, was, I, it was fitting. If it felt like Jamie got more in than Brian did this episode. That well, because well. Jamie was actually kind of essential to part of the conversation with Joe, right? About what had happened. Of so. course, yeah. But I, I've, had to re- to it. I've had to rethink the whole thing. We always bag on Red Band. Yep. But I mean... Without Red Band, there may be no Joe Rogan. No, no. Without Red Band, there was no JRE. We know that for a fact. So, but he's got to get credit. I, Did I'm you not, watch him on your mom's house? Did yeah, you see the story you know, he told I, about getting shit in his yeah, mouth? Yeah. I, I, Listen, I, I, I here's the thing about Red Man. Um, Red Man or Red Band? Red Band. Okay. I give him not Red Man, but maybe both. I give him all the credit in the world for helping Joe start the podcast. Not helping. You know what I mean? For starting the podcast. Well, with the two of them together working to start the podcast. Brian started the podcast. But 
200 episodes in, sorry, 100 episodes in, he was interrupting people to tell stupid story. You know what I mean? Like it had, oh, the it, Olive Garden. It thing. had really just gotten that he was a hindrance and more his, than a help. His life was a mess. He was dating. Porn so, anyways, stars all I—that's—that's uh, that's my problem with Brian. I don't care. He's a nice enough guy. Let him but all the best. Don't worry. Him. You'll but rate him at the end of this. This is the biggest mystery. Will, yeah. Is just how it went down. Did Joe ask him if I'll find something else, or did he say I got to get my own thing? Like, well, we should start off by saying we. Hmm, that's think, very interesting. I think we were all, and me especially, we were all pretty bang on in our in our wrap up last week. Of, I said all that stuff. I everything they brought up i said i was like he's the ceo do we expect him to have all the answers he's now, a busy guy he now does a bunch i of other get stuff. yeah i get that kamar last week was playing devil's advocate so we'll at least say that for him mm-hmm. but yeah you and i matt almost said everything you joe said did, yeah yeah. And, yeah and and i told it was like uh that makes sense but as it goes on even in this one he started breaking it down for sure. And then question himself, like, yeah, that is bullshit. Twitter does that. But again, so. we even said that, right? We said that after the fact, he would be able to, the same way I didn't notice anything was wrong. But then I was like, no, he absolutely should have asked about uh, Farrakhan. Why didn't he ask about Farrakhan, you know? Well, but no, Farrakhan was the one. raised were answered. Sorry, Farrakhan was the one where even during the podcast, when it was over, that was the one that I actually said to myself. I can't believe he didn't bring that. That was the only one to me that jumped out because Joe had mentioned it so many times on the podcast. No, I'm with you. That I thought, okay, well, that one will be fresh in his mind. But I give him the benefit of the doubt in that, again, he does sometimes six of these a week. Like, he's not Sam Harris where he's preparing for a month for Jack Dorsey writing. Quite the guy, he's got seven other things on the go. Like, well, he, Joe said exactly what you said, Matt, which was... He thought this was going to be a thing where he came on, or maybe Kamar said it even, uh, and he. It was an interview about him running a really big company that had, um, you know, political and uh, cultural relevance and things like that. It it wasn't. Uh, I he also had a think, list of questions. I to also ask. think people was, are people are fucking nuts if you think Jack Dorsey is going to go on Joe Rogan, the comedian's podcast, and answer serious questions well, about, his billion, about his billion dollar corporation. Yeah, Kamar, he also wants to because he looks like he feels like he came off terribly. I don't think going back on is going to solve anything. In fact, I'll bet you dollars to donuts right now. The next one gets more dislikes than this one. But I, we went into this multiple episodes discussing banning on Twitter. Yeah. I, based on it being on the Joe Rogan Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like... I mean, I wish I cared more about it as a sub... You know what I mean? Like, well, I, we did. I'm a huge... I care. Free speech is a big one. No, I mean, I do, but uh, I don't know. It just... I care more about free speech now that I found out that we as Canadians don't even have it. Yeah, that, that hurts a little. Yeah, this... No, I was saying more like... Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just... I don't... It's not why I listen to Joe is to, you, you know what I mean? I like the, that there's a difference. Every guest is different and we're going to have a different conversation every time. I don't like that this one conversation is monopolizing, you know, months of uh, podcasts and then causing all this hoopla. Like I just, I, what I'm You're saying is- You're not even on Twitter. I, I'm not even on Twitter. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I, I it's just, uh, anyways, it's, whatever. It, Sorry. People take it so much more seriously than you give it credit like uh, i remember when i got on facebook it's like it's just facebook this doesn't mean anything you know what i mean and then you find out you can lose your job from this well that that's crazy no i was thinking even more just i listened to this episode the the sorry the jack dempsey dorsey Dorsey. 
Dempsey Dorsey episode and was like, yeah, okay, that was fine. I mean, maybe like Joe, he even said, he said, I thought it was boring. I thought it was boring, but I didn't think like, I didn't, it didn't end. I was like, well, this was fucking bullshit. You know, there, that just never crossed my mind. We can all agree. Joe looked at YouTube and goes, whoa, that's not normal. Oh, of course. You know what the dislikes are at now? 80,000. Yeah. As opposed to what were they before? 50 last time we reconvened. Mm -hmm. That was a week ago. I mean, I don't know. He's reacted. Okay, so here. He cares. Wait, they brought up a good point, though, is they, what did they bring up? It was in one of the later podcasts. I think it was in the Tim Pool one. Well, yeah. Twitter has, hold on. Twitter has 3,200 employees worldwide. How many fucking Twitter accounts do you think there are? A lot. So just do the math on, like, even if you have an algorithm trying to work some shit out, do the math on how many tweets go out per minute, per day, and then... You know, divide it by 3,200. And then assume, let's also keep in mind, there's 3,200 employees. At least 100 of them are upper echelon, not reading tweet employees. You you get what I'm saying? Like, I think it's a crazy thing. I'll say this. For a billion or trillion dollar corporation to only have 3,200 employees seems fucking bananas to me. I think... think Double your workforce and get your shit together. He used Red Band and talked about all that, like... uh just what they were talking about in the interview, but they kept coming up with like stuff that's like, that is kind of bullshit. You, you know what I mean? Raising more questions like, well, look, which, which authenticated to me that Joe's not on the take that he's really going through this. You know what I mean? Just like, see, I didn't need the authentication for me. Well, obviously like, I did. Cause I was the devil's advocate or whatever. Sure. Was but I, I don't actually think I personally, Kamar don't think you bought into that. I don't think you thought like, Oh, Joe's a shill. And he was not, intentionally not like Trump. No, I was more like just saying, what the conversation is about the controversy of sure but i don't think you in your head were like oh no joe's sponsored by the cash app and he's he's compromised like i don't think you actually thought that like i said on the second on the second listen through because of listening to the hype sort of like that is kind of weird but i i did not obviously in the first one did not feel it was a conflict of interest but see that's where he see this is what i think we need to do is as people is your first listen, you didn't think shit. It was only once the uproar started that then you were like, hey, wait a minute. If if on the first listen, you aren't, if nothing jumps out at you on the first listen, then maybe you should go back to how you first felt about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Just and, and say, wait a minute, why am I outraged here? Because like I said, I on first listen, and I really thought like, Joe's just a guy Nothing to complain with about. a podcast trying to ask a, a billionaire some questions and... I, again, Farrakhan was the only thing that jumped out at me. I thought he dodged the ISIS question, but uh, yeah. I don't think he, Joe, I don't think Joe owed anybody shit. No, I you don't know think what does. I mean. And I think the fact that he yeah, I think went out of his, his way to explain kind himself. Of me out more than uh, him being as, as worried about it as he was bummed me out more than him not asking the right questions. It almost well, seems like he's placating to the angry people. I think you guys were like, though, that, Joe doesn't care about this. No, you're right. I, I did think that. That's the part yeah. I didn't like. Yeah, no, agreed. But even but worse, I, it's mostly right wing people. So he's placating to these fucking right wing assholes. Like, why? If you're not right wing, don't play to that base. You consider yourself center or left of center. The, those people are going to hate you anyway. So you got, He's not even thinking that these people exist until they make their noise. I just also like, does Joe care that much about the YouTube? It seems crazy. He's rich. Like, we all have jobs. If we started a, a YouTube 
and we're monetizing it, I could see how we would be like, oh my God, we got 80,000 thumbs downs. That's a fucking detrimental thing to our business. If each one of us was worth 25 million, do you think you'd care about how many downvotes we got on YouTube, Kamar? No. I, no. I, I, at this point, obviously, 80,000, anything would be great. Sure. Yeah. But <laughs> I'd actually be ecstatic about 80,000 I was, 80, I was positive that these numbers were going to resonate and Joe was going to notice, and he did notice. No, you were right. He's really reacted sure. throughout the week, save for Maniscalco, Barker, and Forrest Gallant. Because I, I would have lost my mind if he... Yeah. He he reacted a lot more than I thought he was mm-hmm. going to. For sure. To. And yeah. Kamar, like I said, and he He's brings it up reacting. later. He brings it up later, too. There's no way Jamie is sitting there erasing fucking comments. Oh, no. I, 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 there's no fucking way. They are I, not doing any of that shit. I was shit. bringing Come it to light, on. but it was like, for me, it felt like, yeah, these are the concerns. Not that I believe them, but you're like, why are all these people mad? And I was just shooting out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, you, this, play, you played an that, important or, role or, or last whatever. week, Kamar. And he answered all those questions, not in like a skeezy way. Like, and there was this, you know, I, and I got to thinking about that. I was like, well, so it was all tied, like it was all accounted for. But this is, so this is, this is my problem though, is like when they sit down again, short of it being a 10 hour well, podcast. I don't know what that, that's going to No, but what I'm saying is man. short of them, it being a 10 hour podcast with an AMA where people can write questions in, no, they're still not going to be happy. He's still going to miss questions. Well, no, but at least, at least, apparently, he's going to bring on his guy who knows how to answer questions that he couldn't answer, and Joe's going to be able to say, okay, why is Alex Jones banned? Okay. Give me the reasons, and so, this guy is going to be able to legitimately, not not Jack, No, I know, but, but here's whoever. all the problems I have with that. They're now preparing. He has a PR guy sitting with yeah. that guy and Jack Dorsey. I, I, I don't think there's any point in doing this. Listen, I don't, I don't want. I don't about, want him to come back on. I'm yeah. done with him, man. Yeah. Like, let's move on to something else. But like I said, everything so I just said. It's, it's gonna be right everywhere. now, they're preparing. They're looking at all the angry questions that he should have asked, and they're just preparing cookie cutter answers yeah, for them. You're right. It's going to be brutal. It could get more dislikes, like you said. I. Almost guarantee it does. Because think about it. He comes back on. It's more of a shill. Oh, you guys had two weeks to prepare. Yeah. You guys had a month to prepare. Listen, no matter what, he can't. Joe can't win here. And that's he, what bothers me. He should just let it go. It should just be done. The guy should never come back on. End of story. You're going to have the people who don't like it. And we're all going to move on with our lives. That you was know? my point is you have you get 80,000 dislikes. Those people aren't unsubscribing. And if they do, Joe, you're fine. You have the biggest podcast in the world so and you don't want those shitheads anyways like if those aren't the customers you want joe the, you know they're uh, just going to be trouble for I th- you i think it's just that the internet is very reactive like half those people aren't leaving like they're they're more invested to ride him and, and hate on him you know what I, mean? what I didn't consider is that jack dorsey got a lot of hate like on his twitter well good i mean you know that's what I mean? fine like, by me so he's reacting too like joe that didn't go very well oh, like, do I, you really think he cares Obviously, if he's got a PR team to go back, like I don't think Joe was like. Maybe his PR people care. Someone cares, yeah. but no, I don't Kamar, think you're right. Someone. I, I don't think Joe said, "Come back, we got to fix this." No, he said Jack Dorsey hit him up first, exactly. and I said that too. Exactly. Remember, I said I was like, "I guarantee you, Jack Dorsey was like, I'll come back. We should do this again." Yeah, no, I have that written down. But that, like uh, I said, <clears throat> Jack Dorsey isn't a guy like you or me who's just like, "Hey, I'll come back on next week, and you can ask the questions you want." Jack Dorsey is a fucking team of people that are now putting together the right answers, quote unquote. And a better cash app ad. But let's also keep in mind, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Maybe they're just putting together the answers, the actual answers. Maybe they're right now, maybe right now they're at Twitter going, why is Farrakhan still on here? 
why why is joe's why did his show become the fucking lightning rod for political debate it's like not, it's not your your these used to be fucking fun it's not your happy little secret anymore <laughs> well no but that's the real question this isn't 60 minutes he's not doing fucking journalism he here. even like, he said i didn't prepare at all but 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 this in this one no one knows shit they're just talking about it, reacting to it i mean after the tim pool one there's no way he Guys, we do one podcast a week, and I can't even remember to do the housekeeping for this. Do you think I would prepare questions for Jack Dorsey? Get the fuck out of here. He had seven, six podcasts this week. It's well, crazy. I mean, legitimately, look, I guess if Joe is going to have guys like Jack Dorsey on that end up being um, politically charged like this, he should do a little bit more homework, like, obviously. Just I like disagree. He's bigger in other, other people's world than he is in your world. Listen, it's not the Joe Rogan experience if he's sitting there with a list of questions, in my opinion. The I'm not whole saying idea, to do that for everybody. No, but I'm just saying the whole idea of, of Joe's podcast is just him he wants shooting to be a conversation, yeah, with someone. And whatever comes up organically comes up organically. And if the CEO of Twitter wants to walk around questions, I don't look at Joe as like a fucking... He's not a journalist. So, okay. Exactly. So, so my my point was, what's the option going to be, you know? So Joe is not no longer going to have these politically charged people on, or he's going to have to do a little bit more research and ask a couple more questions or every time this happens, there's going to be the same stupid outrage. Like, well, let there be, I just say, let there be the outrage. Well, he obviously doesn't want the outrage because look at what, you know, he was like scrambling. But I think in Maniscalco and Travis Barker, Forrest Gallant, like it didn't come up at all. So he can remove it. Did it not? I don't think so. No, he's, he's right. He he can remove it. It depends who the guest is. I mean, we knew. we knew it was going to come up with Sam Harris. For sure. And he brought and, Sam and, Harris and he on. he brought Poole on for the same reason. Yeah, I think reason. he brought Sam and Tim Poole on both to discuss. Yeah, agreed. I agree. Dorsey. And that's why it's such a chocker we'll, block. We'll week. get to that, I'm sure. So, I, I mean, mean, he definitely brought Tim Poole on. He's he's definitely listening back to that episode, taking notes. Yeah. So, do we want to... Um, do you have any notes of anything that That's what I was going to say. Do you want to talk about the Red sure, Band go ahead, for a little yeah. bit? All right. Um, they're playing Quake again. That's I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Probably a bad thing. Uh, okay. Do Should we just go quickly through all these? Well, I mean, <laughs> we'll do a PTI rapid fire, one minute on each topic. We get the bell going. Okay, so go. Video games. Good, bad thing for Joe. Bad thing for Joe, but I don't think it'll stick. Yeah, me either. I don't think it'll stick. It's Why when, is it a bad thing? Dude, the guy's rich. He can do what he wants. He, he's playing Quake. He did six episodes this week. But yeah, maybe no, no. It's, it's just, just something the, else for him to get Maybe it's bad for his family, but I don't care. Bad for his family. Yeah. It's not, that has nothing to do with me. Um, Do what you like, Joe. You know what's very cool? Uh, actually, I don't know if this is cool. Ta- I take that back. Okay. I can't believe that they have real concerts on Fortnite where the people actually gather around. Was it Marshmallow? They only did one. Yeah. But that exists. Yeah, yeah. so it was last Saturday. Okay. They, they announced Tell me about it. it. Okay, so they announced, like the week before, they had this, uh, this like, um, what would you call it? challenges so in these challenges it was like go find a poster for this hidden event so all over the map there were posters and it said pleasant park which is a part of the map saturday february 2nd 2 p.m and, and it was a real band well no and the poster had marshmallow the dj oh it was a he's real like, dj yeah marshmallow is like dead mouse he wears a marshmallow on his head he's a dj okay. he's got that's, a big song on right now that's Happier. all i know so everybody so they have this concert thing well, everybody no, so, gives so what up happens their is, guns well no so what happens is there's a few other things you get like you can get a marshmallow costume yourself 
but the point is when you when you jump into a game last Saturday, at some point, if you went to Pleasant Park, they took everyone's gun away. And yeah, it was just a big interactive. I mean, to say it's a live show is ridiculous. It's you're in a video game. Well, I mean, that's the future, right? But wait, what I was going to get to in all of this was, so I assume this is going to happen more often now. Hopefully not. And how long is it going to be before somebody hacks this thing so that they have a gun at this concert? You know what I mean? Well, no, so Simon. a mass shooting. Hold on. There's been other events in Fortnite. Oh, okay, sorry. I think a year ago, they... They had this launch. There, there had been a countdown for a month. This random clock was counting down, and if you logged on, same thing. Saturday at two, this rocket launched like from I don't know somewhere, and they didn't take anyone's guns away. So this was like you're free to do whatever you like during this time. And one guy got, I guess, forty five people had built a ramp to the sky because you can build in this game, and they're all at the top watching this rocket fly around. And some guy shot the bottom of the ramp out and all 45 of them fell there to their death. Go, yeah. It was like on uh, some other video game I was reading about it. I don't remember what it was, but they these people, um, maybe somebody died or something. So they were having like a funeral for that person. And, and he died in real. Somebody came and killed yeah. everyone, stole all their shit, you know, at well, the funeral. Yeah, I mean, whatever. there's a pirate game right now that's like apparently a big open world where you can go and like loot other people's pirate ships. Well, I mean, that makes sense for pirates. Yeah. That's what they did. Listen, I mean, video games are getting to a level where, like, we're I getting said, closer and closer to sure. uh, Ready Player One. That's what's happening here. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, we are, aren't we? Isn't it for money? Oh, listen, Ready Fortnite, Player One. Like, like Fortnite gave away. Uh, I think they had like a. They gave away a hundred. Everything. Fortnite gave away a hundred million dollars last summer. EA Sports, like FIFA, they like it's it's yeah. at that level now. Madden's oh, huge. FIFA's oh, and huge. Uh, the one my son used to play there, uh, League, League of Legends. Legends League of Legends is, uh, is like. Did you watch that show, Kamar? No. Um, I'm sure it's gonna be big. Yeah, in yeah sports. seven days out. Seven days out yeah. on Netflix. So one of the ones was this uh, League of Legends tournament, and it was fucking crazy. Dude, they have man. a half million people show up. It's gonna be bigger than sports. It's it already is. It's gonna way. be yeah. way bigger than sports. So at some point, sports are gonna become totally. Um, yeah, more people are doing this than there, trying out for. There sports isn't gonna be sports. There, no, there are I, gonna be sports where so. everybody's on uh, steroids or is like a cyborg, and then there's gonna be this. Yeah, I agree, man. I truly think the NFL is gonna have to start looking at this as a because I think once like everyone starts dying from CTE, they're gonna have to look at a model where. Well, it would make sense for football because they're they're already so big into the um, the pretend league, the uh, Madden. No, no, but you fantasy. know fantasy, fantasy yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're like a step away, anyways. What did I say? Make believe <laughs> the make believe league. I don't know if you know this, but a kid got fucking shot dead at a Madden tournament last year in Florida. I know. I read all about that. Yeah, crazy. It's crazy. It's like during the turn. He's mid game. The guy he beat came back and shot him. Oh, no. During that uh, seven days out, the guy's brother gets killed. But that wasn't at that. that No, but I'm talking like they're mid game out of fucking. This guy was angry about losing a fucking Madden game. Went to his hotel, got a gun and came back. That is insane. That's a problem. Yeah. But video games are on Huge another problem. fucking level. I mean, it's crazy so what that's they're why able it's a to bad do right thing now. If Joe gets back into them. EA just released a game that's like looking like it's going to take over the fucking take over the world right now. I'm so glad what I game lost is that? video games. It's called Apex Legends. Their stock shot up like 
What kind of game is it though? Like a it's they're they're just they're going right after shooter? Fortnite. It's a oh. first person battle royale. So, so it's six, a third third person. No, it's first person. Fortnite is third person though. Yes, isn't it? Okay. but it's it's this it's a battle royale meaning a hundred or sixty whatever denomination of people get dropped into one map, and if you die, you're done unless you get revived. But it's one life. But it's golden eye right. style. We've gone over a minute on uh, yeah, sorry, video and we game. talked about video games. Yeah, no one exactly, cares. exactly. So. Um, Joe tells that story about uh, Shia LaBeouf and says Shia LaBeouf about, um, I don't know, 15 times yeah. <laughs> before uh, Jamie, Jamie corrects him to Shia LaBeouf. All those guys are the guys who dislike Joe. Um, comedy, se- so sorry, that was just uh, an aside. So Comedy Central had Fuck Jerry ads on. Yeah, well, Fuck Jerry is a marketing company. You know that, right? No, I didn't know that. A marketing company. You think it's one person? So Elliot Tab- Elliot Tabley. I thought it was one dude. Yeah. No. So Elliot Tabley or um, Tebley. I'm, so, I'm sure I'm just. Dis- he started that. I'm way. sure I'm destroying his name. He's. It started as one guy named Elliot Tebley or Tebley or however the fuck you say it. He was like the guy that started, but now it's a it's a multi million dollar marketing company. They mar- They were the Fire Island marketing team. Hmm. Yeah, that's just probably a bad look for Comedy Central, I guess. Well, no. So we, I, I meant to mention this on the uh, when we were watching the fights. If you go to fuck Jerry now, they they have a a new policy, which is I. It says like um, on their page, please read below the link to our new posting policy. So like now they won't post anything without checking with the person first. Yeah, or? and giving them credit. But I think they lost like three million followers in like a week or two. You noticed that. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Well, three million's a lot. That's a fucking lot. I think the numbers are so important for anything. Yeah. Um, well, when you're a marketing company and you lose fucking, you know, twenty so percent of your shit, yeah, that's that's pretty big. What do you guys think about when you make um when a meme is made with a public figure? Do I think it's an invasion of their privacy? Well, or like. Um, Are you somehow, I don't know, breaking the law because you're using that person's image? You know what I'm saying? Fuck a public figure. I'm more concerned about like the bad luck Brian's out there and the. Remember bad luck Brian? No. Yeah, you're not on Twitter. So bad luck Brian. (coughs) They took a photo of this like ginger kid with braces. It's just like a school photo, like those classic scholastic photos. It's like this kid like just sitting there. But they ended up using this kid's photo as a meme for like two years. And they called him Bad Luck Brian. And like he's just some kid. So you think that kid should get money or they shouldn't be able to use his picture? I'm just more concerned about the small town kid whose photo they're taking than the public figure. A public figure has their photo everywhere. That's part of the that's part of the gig. Unless that guy gets some money for it or whatever, or a piece of the pie. Well, I mean, I don't know I don't know how you fucking monetize a meme at the end of the day. I mean, it's kind of a weird one to, to say, but like like who else? There was that, um, like even Gene Wilder, like the Willy Wonka memes. You know what I mean? Like how many Willy Wonka memes were there? But he's he's popular, so that's all right. Yeah. Well, in my mind, it's like if anything, that movie came out thirty years ago. It's you know Gene well, Wilder. They're, they're public figures. They're out in the public eye. Their 100%. pictures are out on the internet. Yeah. It's like when you see those videos of people in public getting pissed. Like get that fucking camera out of my face. I'm like, apparently you don't know the law, asshole. You are in public. You're allowed. You're. You have given up all your rights to privacy. You can be filmed by any fucking one at any time. 
Just really? Anybody can be filmed by anyone at any time? Yeah. Not in your house. That's not public. Yeah. If you are out Literally, on the street. Just at any time. So if you're out on the street and I take a photo of you, I can sell that photo to anyone but a corporation for money. Mm-hmm. So for artistic value, like let's like that photo right there, that guy could never come to me. Like, let's say I sold a million of those and I got rich. Matt is pointing at Sorry, a Thai I'm, I'm man pointing on at a Thai photo I took. The point is, if I sold a million of those, but if I sell one of those to Coca-Cola and they use it for advertising, then that guy has a fucking leg to stand okay, and he no, come that's sue fa- me. That's very interesting. All right. Good to know. But it is good to know. You should know that. If you're in public, go fuck yourself with that. Get that camera out of my face bullshit. Mm-hmm. And okay. especially for celebrities, like you're getting paid to be a celebrity and then you don't want to be photographed. Well, there's public. a certain level, though. Like if you're at their house, go fuck no, yourself. No, no, I, I agreed. Like, but I'm saying, you yeah, know, if you're, you're if you're going to a restaurant and they're outside, I mean, fuck, take the photo. Mm-hmm. But keep in mind, a lot of celebrities like. I don't know. They know where those paparazzi are yeah, going to be. They sure. can avoid that shit. Most of them want it. Exactly. So. Come on. You want to pass that to Do him? we want to talk about Alex Jones? Because Joe throws a big olive branch out to him. Well, we might as well talk about it because yeah. that was a part of the show. Yep. Well, and it was a big, it's like in the news now. Yep. So, um, yeah, Joe, you know, says, I don't, uh, I don't hate you. <laughs> if you want to be friends, give me a call. Yeah. Well, it, I didn't hear what he said besides like, uh, I guess he said, Alex, you're in a bad place. Or some of that degree, well, like what did Joe say? Well, Joe said he got into trouble. We've heard what he said, but I didn't hear when he said like, "Wow, those are fighting words." It just felt like Joe was annoyed with Alex Jones. You understand what I'm saying? No, I don't understand. I what definitely you're feel like Joe is annoyed with Alex Jones. How could he not? And be that's at this what point? he said. He's going through some bad times. What like? But there's nothing he, uh, other he said inflammatory that caused Alex Jones to re- react the way he did. He's no. reacting. He did yeah. just because of this. But Alex it didn't sound Jones like, is crazy. But it didn't sound to me like Joe was declaring war on him. No, he wasn't. You he, know what I mean? <laughs> I think Joe was again kind of standing up for him. Can we point out one big thing? Like, so Kamar, anytime you send us one of those Alex Jones clips in the text message feed, there's something very. There's a big takeaway that we all really need to understand is that what's cut off at the end of those rants is Alex Jones then saying, go to my website, buy a cup, buy a shirt. Survival kit. It, it, he's just selling shit. This guy, I don't even think he believes his own bullshit. He's selling it to crazy people the way he knows he's how to sell it. He's not mad at all at Joe. He doesn't want to destroy I, I just Joe don't, at all. I just don't think there's anything there. Like I truly believe Alex Jones is just a salesman who's fucking selling snake oil to stupid fucking people, and that's all it is. Yeah, I disagree. If, okay. if, if they had a private phone call, he'd be like, Joe, this is great for business. No, I Thanks, can't. brother. I, yeah. don't, I don't think there's any going back. You think now. there's, there's I, animosity? Listen, I agree. I, I think there is for sure real animosity I'm sure I doesn't there's any. No, no. I'm not, oh, it's I'm saying, contrived. There might be animosity, but I'm saying on Alex's part, it's all just to sell fucking mugs and T-shirts. What's his stupid fucking website called? Infowars. That's it. Yeah, it's all just Infowars bumper stickers. And I, I think that Alex Jones is like a serious, crazy person. Deranged. And, and he, when Joe says something that is even remotely derogatory towards him, he like blows it a million times out of proportion in his head. And then he has this platform to just spew out his nonsense. Like 
he, he did everything short of say, I'm going to eat your children. If it was a skill, he could have won an award for what he did. If it, if it was sought after, the greatest melt, internet meltdown. It was one. Of, it was nominated, one of them, man. It was nominated. pretty crazy. Again, okay. Especially when you know what, where it's if, come from. Though, if you it look is, at Alex Jones's history, that's like your average meltdown. If it is an act, the only difference in this case is that they were friends. We know they were legitimately friends. Like, yeah, sure. But I guess my problem is like to hear him talk about Hillary, he gets way more worked up. Like. He gets way more worked up, but with Hil- with Hillary, I'm like, that's an act. Here, it's like he's turned on his friend. He hasn't done that before, you know? Maybe that's good for business because it's beef, because I, I Maybe. feel you're sort of onto something that it's all made Listen, up. Listen, I'm not oblivious to the fact that Alex Jones is trying to sell his product. Like, I'm, I'm not oblivious to that fact. But he could do just about anything. He, he could pick any topic to just get crazy about, and it would get him tons of, uh, of, of press, you know? He, I guess there should be so much weight put on Alex Jones. There is no... Go- like, can we at least say that there's no going back between him and Joe at this point? Like, I don't Uh-oh. see how he could ever go back on the Joe Rogan show. At the end of the week, he said, call him. Okay, Joe hadn't seen what you sent us when he talked about Alex Jones. And then later on in the week when he's with uh, Sam Harris, they talk about Alex Jones again. Is that right? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's stop. He's never going back on that podcast. Yeah. No. Agreed. We already we've already seen him yell like a fucking maniac on the podcast. It's only going to be 10 times worse now. It would just be Alex Jones yelling at the Joe. only way Joe would have to go he, on Alex's he, show. Here's the only That's way. Here's the only Maybe. way that Alex Jones is ever going back on the Joe Rogan show is if it's a situation where he like destroys himself completely and then joe maybe offers him a chance at redemption because that's like something joe may do no, he, you know? he, he comes back to be an errand boy for jamie just gonna get some coffee or some water <laughs> either way they could do a celebrity uh boxing match boxing match yeah, you keep yeah. talking about that joe would kick the shit out of i just alex think jones. it would be a great uh look if alex jones is really looking to sell uh sell himself that's probably the best way to do it. It's horrible that he's an example that you have to bring up to argue for free speech. Alex Jones? Yeah. Yeah, that one, it, it's always the case, right? It's, no, that's true. It's you. Whenever you're fighting for free speech, you're always defending the you're biggest always piece depending, of shit. No, it's, it's, that is the truth, yeah, though, right? Because they... Well, because you don't care about what someone good... You're never... You don't have to defend You don't have to defend speech. something good, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That doesn't, that's, that's not how that works. <laughs> Simon, can you let you exactly. go by? I think he's trying to go yeah. by there, buddy. Go on there, bud. Maybe he wants to come on my lap. I doubt it. Come here, buddy. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's true. You're always defending the fucking biggest piece of garbage in the room. Always. You doubt it, eh? What's uh, what's next on your fucking red band list? Because we haven't spent a minute at all. That's the end for red band. All right. So uh, do you want to rate the episode? Sure. I give the episode a... Um, a 3.5. Uh, we got some information from Joe that I thought was unnecessary, and it was, uh, you know, it was Brian Redman. Kamar? I think it was a 4.5 because it just answered all those, all the questions of what may be and stuff that was posed when he talked to Dorsey, and definitely uh, it made me feel good about Joe. Feel good about everything. I give it a 2. Po! Do you want to tell us why? Um, so for the first 15 minutes, I was like, 
I hadn't heard Brian's voice in a while, and I was like, wow, maybe I was too hard on this guy. <laughs> and then like 20 minutes in, I was like, nope, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> it all came rushing back. Yeah, it eh? all was just like, I was like, no, no, I was I was bang on. And I just, I, I didn't, I didn't care. Like, we got this from me last week. I didn't think there was a big controversy there with the yeah, Jack Dorsey I'm, thing. So I'm for me, you. talking about it with Brian was just like, kind of, I don't know. I, like, I preferred listening to Sam and Joe talk about the Jack Dorsey thing. Because at least Sam Harris has some good insight. He interviewed him himself. Um, you know, I, I don't know. That's why I gave it a two. Whatever. That's good. Uh, we'll rate uh, Brian Redbum. I'm with Matt. I'm going to give him uh, uh, a three. I'll be the first to be like, I don't like Redbum, but uh, with the Godfather credit, it was it was a four. And that it, because he was just the soundboard for this, he was as least annoying he's ever been. So it was one of his better outings. And yeah. I, I enjoyed it for how, how fulfilled me. He said the least, and it was his best. I think that's what you said, Matt. Yeah, that is what I said. Yeah. It, was, it was his best showing on pretty much what you just said. I was no, like, it was, called, it was Brian's circle. best outing because he said the least. Yeah. That's right. That and, was a great uh, subway. Matt, if you could rate Brian for Matt, please. If Kamar could rate Matt. Uh, no, he'll, he'll, he'll give Red Band a one. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. You, you want just, to tell us why? I just doesn't care for him at all. Yeah. Like, too many gross stories. and There's no human being. Well, there's very few I would rate a one. Oh, Let's well, just yeah. for the record. I think I might be slandering Matt there. but hey. no, Don't worry about it, Kamar. You just rate away. But if they ever meet producer to producer, it's going to be awkward. Yeah. That's going to be <laughs> it. Brian wins that That's one another sure. good boxing match. <laughs> you rated me a one? All right. So let's move on. All right. 1239. Travis Barker. Of Blink-182. All the... I used to lo- love Blink-182. No, you didn't. Yes, still do. It's called still Blink-82. No, I... I love I Blink-182. Got love them. When, you did not love Blink-182. When, when I was... Shut the fuck up. When, I, when I was in high school, or oh right at the beginning God. of high school, we got the first uh, it's the sound two Blink-182 albums. Like, this is way before they got popular. Yeah. Oh, you're one of those. One of those. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's They're, where they I were. Like their early and work. Dookie that, was the were. Dookie was the last album we listened to. Wasn't that a Green Day that's album? Green Day, I think. Yeah. This is Blink. Oh yeah. Right. Asshole. Sorry. Yeah. Green yeah. Day, right, which is right. the same story. Which... But same exact same story. No. No. It's, it's the exact were, same story. That no one yeah. knew about. All yeah. the kids listened to, and yeah. it's the exact same thing as SoundCloud I'm, rap today. Okay, but did you but listen to Blink One Eighty Two or Green Day? Both of them. Both love them. Yeah, and they're both both of them Green until Day. they got popular. I have tattoos. <laughs> but you realize that Blink One Eighty Two didn't come out until like well after you were in high school. No. Right? No. They were. They were huge when I was twenty three. They were huge when I was twenty three. So maybe I was thinking of Green Day. I think you were thinking of Green Day. Simon. No, but I'm pretty sure that Blink One Eighty Two was popular when we were in high school. Green Day really? was popular okay. when they weren't they weren't on any radio or anything. The same That's as Green right. Day. Then they blew up to the biggest band in the world. And Kerplunk, <laughs> Kerplunk, yeah. Um, That's Green Day. Thought you had the time of your life, and they just exploded in another atmosphere. But yeah, that's different. Blink One Eighty Two got super huge too. Super huge yeah. too. When I was twenty three years old, they had the song "No One Likes You When You're Twenty Three. So like, I love Blink One Eighty Two. But they were first two albums no one ever heard. It was of. only hold one on, album. On. Come I just on, want to be serious. Matt, it so was Simon, Eminem. Ninety-seven. Simon, yeah. Simon, you were such a big fan of theirs. Name any one of their first three albums. 
I couldn't name you their album. Okay. And it wasn't that big of a It wasn't Oh, no, they were huge, Matt. They were huge. But I'm telling you, um, there was one album that we used to listen to of Blink-182. With, like, it was a, a handicap. It had M&Ms on it. I'll put it to you this way. M&Ms. This is when I remember them coming out, which is 1999. And that was Enema of the State and then Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Yeah. No one likes you when you're 23. But those are the, uh, that's yeah, when no. I remember them coming out, and that's wrong, in 99. Wrong band. Yeah, you were not a Blink-182 yeah. fan. No, I, I was. In fact, not I don't think you were a fan of any music at all, because you don't know Day. <laughs> Dookie was their last good album. No, I got really confused with Green Day and Dookie there. All right. Or uh, Green Day and Blink-182. It doesn't I was, matter. I was never they, they, a Blink-182. They had Alyssa Milano in, yeah, in their video. I was never a yeah. fucking Blink-182. Oh, they were the best. And she's a super hottie, so Love that's enough for But I will say, they did Drake's God Plan video 10 years before Drake did it. Give credit where credit's due. This do. is the worst summation of an episode we've ever done. It's We're not trying to summation. <laughs> We're just trying to say what Blink-182 was. No, no. These just people don't know. The, well, the fact that I didn't even know who they you were. You don't know who they are. Yeah. You don't you know? like them. I love them. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, he was super cool, man. Super cool. Yeah, I knew this would be a good one, though. Travis Barker? Yeah, yeah. I, see, I didn't love this episode. Really? Yeah. You didn't like the way you use hella and cool and dude. I mean, I thought... I um, just kept pulling out wicked stories. I, I, the whole plane crash thing to me is just, you know, fucking mental. As that a guy Joe wouldn't who, ask about. Who hates flying. Well, he didn't He didn't, didn't want to ask like he about really it. But he wanted to talk, talk about, about it. it. Really? I no, like no. Didn't. I think he when didn't he want it. But he described himself running through a field on flames. Well, he finally did. But I don't think he wanted to talk about well, it. Well, Joe's talked about it a million times. I think Joe didn't ask about it. And he still wanted, like... But Matt, do you want to talk about... uh, New controversy. Joe Rogan doesn't ask Travis Barker about plane crash. No, I don't think he wanted to ask We find out that Travis Barker is an investor in the cash app. But did you want to know what he thought when the plane was going down? Like... I assume he thought, holy fuck, I'm about to die. Like, he talked about most of it. Like He ended up talking about it without being asked. I would have liked to have heard that Yeah, okay, shit. that's what I thought. But I can see why he didn't talk to him. Why he didn't it. ask him, yeah. but he talked about a lot of shit, man. Well, well he Kamar- talked about uh, DJ AM putting him out, and I was like, I thought he died. Well, no, Kamar, but I said Matt this made this, a really yeah. good point. Go ahead, Matt, if you want to. No, 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 no. Matt was telling me, you know, DJ AM committed suicide. Did he commit suicide? I think he had an overdose. An overdose, but that was long after. I thought he had died in the plane crash, and um, Travis oh. Barker kept saying it like he had died in the plane crash. but He most certainly did not. But he didn't. And what I was saying to Matt was maybe he just associates him overdosing because of the plane crash. So he just considers it one in the same. Yeah, what, oh, I, yeah. Said, what I said to Simon was I found it odd that he kept saying like the two pilots, this other guy and DJ AM all died in the crash. Because I was sitting there listening and I was like. DJ AM most certainly did not die in that crash. He lived like six or eight, maybe even a year. At, like he died maybe a year after the crash. I have to Google it. But but I'm I'm wondering. I'm thinking back now. Did he does he say that a, he says my the two pilots and three of my best friends? But does he ever say AM died in the crash? Yes, at one yeah. point he says because okay. the only note I took this week was was that one. Fair enough. Uh, I think it just had a lot of loss. I mean, that's just... Grouped it all together. That's crazy. Surviving a plane crash must just be fucking crazy. On so many insane. levels. Insane. Well, like, Kamar, you've got to feel like you're touched by, like, God or something. We spoke about the fact, and like, guilt. how crazy and is it? And the guilt, the survivor's remorse. How crazy is it that the two richest people on the plane are the ones that survived? Well, man. It's almost like money is the... Well, <laughs> I said they were probably sitting together in a certain part of the plane. But barely survived. You ran around the field... <laughs> Maybe Swan rich people have like a an air money bag that pops off that we don't know about. No, yeah, they were both on fire because I read uh, I read an eyewitness report that a guy driving on the highway 
saw a fireball. And then when he drove up, he saw two people on fire in the middle of the highway. And it was AM and Travis Barker. Well, what was he saying? Like 70% of his body was burned. And like, like, fuck, man. Oh, dude, when he was like, you never yeah. think about being burned? I was like, oh, fuck. And me. the drugs and getting committed in the hospital. Yeah, like, it was just everything. Super interesting. Well, and you never think about that either. When you're a really, when you're a burn victim, no one can come and see you. You can't. And and nobody even told them that the people died on the plane. They don't tell like, you right away. That was why insane. would they tell you? They want you to. That's no, not help I, I, I listen. I get it. It's but the then imagine getting yeah. that information and you're all burnt. And Another just the reason whole this podcast fucking was awesome. thing, you know, it was, it was tough. Oh, it would have been crazy. Sorry, what, Kamar? That, that's Wait, another so that's- reason this is so awesome. Like, his stories, like, and he was such a cool dude. Like, he sounds like the type of guy, like, yeah, I just buy old Cadillacs. And no, yeah, I get it like eight. Get rid of them. I know? mean, I got to assume he's got a fucking ton of money. He's worth 40 million. It's the straight edge yeah. thing, man. Like, I just. Well, that's after the plane crash, I'm sure. Yeah. That yeah. was well, the final also, No, but it was. And the whole hospital ordeal. No, and his doctor said to him, like, oh, yeah, have yeah, yeah, yeah. That don't was, stop smoking. But he, now. Could, he could still eat edibles and shit. Yeah, which, well, I he mean, didn't. I he doesn't. He, he doesn't like, drink. He doesn't. Like, he's straight edge now. He's been a vegetarian since he was whatever. Yeah, but you don't like edibles. If the doctor tomorrow was like, you're going to have throat I would, cancer. I would start fucking you? eating okay. edibles like a fucking maniac. But like you said, his album was big in. 99 yeah it's 20 years 20 ago. years yeah like he's yeah, yeah. partied yeah yeah no fair 20 enough. lifetimes fair enough. Yeah. and, oh, and for he sure. sounded so like chill man yeah hella cool hella cool he was i also think if i had 40 I million dollars demeanor. i could i'd probably be like i wouldn't say less inclined to smoke weed i love smoking weed but if a doctor then was like you can't smoke it with 40 million You'd it makes it a lot easier something else to do yeah, yeah you know what i mean yeah, you just yeah. do whatever you want well you'd shoot heroin he, he didn't sound like a dick. Um, no, not at all. He sounded so chill. Let's, let's talk about Tom DeLonge for a minute. Do you guys want to talk about Tom DeLonge? Well, he, they did. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, that was great. So when Tom DeLonge was on... Um, One of the worst episodes just, ever. I'm going off book here. because I have amazing. a amazing. Like, yeah, that's that. Okay, hold on. That's that's a crazy statement. It was one of the best episodes ever. Yeah. Yo. Okay, well, if that might get a if lot you of can't even if you can't what even the? appreciate the fucking pure just oh, I was insane and, and Joe go, the whole thing. Joe going along with it somewhat, like not to be like, are you fucking insane? But wait, listen. When here's my problem: when someone comes on and is like, I have to tell you about the shit I am fucking doing right now, and you're like, tell me about. It. And they're like, I can't. <laughs> so like, but wait, just before we before we go on, just so you know. So Tom DeLonge and uh, the Reach for the Stars Academy is a real thing, like a, a real thing. He has legitimate people. Okay, okay I'm well, not. I'm not saying that I believe him. I'm just giving you the on. facts. Nambla okay? is a real thing. Yeah. No, I don't know what that is. The North American Man Boy Love Association. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyways, he has some pretty legitimate scientists working at at his place. They put a ton of money into it. Their whole plan, like they have this plan to do movies and shit on one end to make money so they can fund their research. He, they said they were going to come out with some big thing. Which they didn't. No, which they did. They like forced the government into some disclosure thing where they had to release documents. They, all I'm saying is he's not as crazy. Like he came off as super nuts on Joe's show. I agree. You're starting to sound crazy, but he's not, I'm just saying, Again, I don't know enough about it. I just know that it's not all... He's not... 
totally crazy. We know you're a believer, so it's there's fine. some th- there's some shit going on. Oh, I'm definitely a believer. Well, we know. I believe in UFOs. There's no doubt about that. I just was. I just Tom DeLong sounded like Kamar a also maniac. believes in UFOs. Of course. Listen, but I was crying. The when two he was... aren't mutually exclusive. You can believe in UFOs and think Tom DeLong is a fucking nut. Yeah, he's a little wild. Well, they all uh, think agreed. He's a little wild. All I'm saying is, and like just to be some like, of the crazy shit that I was like, "What is this fucking nut bar talking?" About? Have turned out to be true ish. So, but so, Alex Jones knocked a few out of the park. Doesn't mean that the frogs are turning the frogs gay. Like, well, this is different because he's actually like taking his own money and put it into this. Well, thing. Well, yeah, but taking your own money. And like Kurt Schilling no, started a video game company, and now he's other people. I know other people like, are giving money. Like it's a thing, man. I think oh, Travis, have to tell Travis you Barker it. put a best one. Is like, yeah, he quit the band. <laughs> he's so into this stuff. Yeah, and he got did. invited to he the did. White House. He did. Like he quit the band. So I, I guess he's into it. Like, well, see, he also said that he's like one of the most brilliant guys he's ever met. He had nothing bad to say yeah. about him, man. But he was just like, yeah, I'll he, say this about Travis he's into Barker. That stuff, he's into that stuff. I need more friends like. Travis Barker because when he was like we'd just be on the bus high and he'd be like dude and he just started going off what am I gonna do shit on him no I'm just gonna like listen yeah. I, I need some friends like that I was yeah. like yeah right me on me too man just, I was cracking up just maybe you could agree him. with me a little no, more no fuck you yeah exactly <laughs> they're both looking out the window he keeps looking like <laughs> wondered what they're looking yeah, at yeah what the fuck are we doing Tom's here yeah. anyways we uh, after, after Rogan ever. show you definitely got the impression that Tom DeLong had gone off the deep end and the first I, time, I still he think, hasn't been on again. Oh, I think after this episode, you think Tom's gone off the deep end? No, no, no. I'm saying when he was on Rogan, yeah, I the, thought he had gone off the deep end. Yeah, yeah. But just over the last, hearing more and more about what he's doing, I don't think he's that far. I don't think he's as far as I Hold thought. Hold on, though. All, all you I'm said saying. was that he got the government to release some papers. Just, Obviously, he just used... his just his whole the whole thing he's up to. He's a rich guy who's balls deep into aliens. Is uh, they're they're serious about it. I thought I thought he was like uh, I thought he was a crazy person, like a tinfoil hat crazy person. Like in a one bedroom I apartment still with the mattress. Think that he is not. No, he's got too much money. I don't think he's in a one bedroom apartment with a yeah. mattress. I think he's definitely <laughs> in a mansion with hat. a tinfoil hat. Yeah. We'll move on from this because we don't want to get too bogged down. But, I think he's uh, in a tinfoil mansion. We'll we'll take a look one day, Matt, when we're smoking a joint about what he's up to, and uh, we can we, you can judge for yourself. That sounds like a horrible use of really good high time. No, it sounds like a great use of high time. This is the alien guy. Yeah. Is there anything? Uh, what else did Travis Parker talk about? Do you? Do you know I, that DJ AM sold his? Uh, his Nike collection for like over a million dollars. They sold it after he died or he sold it while he was still alive. Oh, good question. Well, him and, Oh, that's a great question. Not that it matters. I'm just wondering if he sold off. Oh, his yeah. Collection I'm wondering too. I'm wondering and too. when he sold it off. I was hoping too. you liked Travis Barker. I did like he, Travis. He no, did but, like but you don't like. But he doesn't do like, like Tom DeLonge. Do you like his taste in music? What he talked about? What he listened to? Like Public Enemy oh, dude, and all that. stuff? I mean, first of all, his I knew for a fact that his his taste in music is wide. Um, I didn't know that he grew up on hip hop. Were you bothered that he liked XX Tentacion was getting no, a tattoo no, no, of him? No, no, no. Okay, right. On. Well, he like brought that guy, but he worked with him. Like, yeah. he was that's different. They were friends and. But shit, I, so. I think he's a cool guy to res- like. If he didn't like him or didn't like what his music was about, he wouldn't work with him. Either. Here's my problem. Listen, I just hated Triple X Test Tentacion because <laughs> I heard him multiple times that white people smelled like dogs, and I was like, well, then you can go fuck yourself. Because if I said some shit like that about black people, if a white artist said some shit like that about black people, that white artist would be shunned. So why do we not have that same fucking 
bar for. He did a lot worse than that, but yeah, for sure he did. But I'm just saying, let's go fuck yourself. I separate the art from the artist. Well, it must be nice. That's all. Okay, well, I hated his art too. As the so neo that's fair. That's, that's fair. I just thought, well, if Travis Barker's into this guy, maybe. No, but like Travis Barker, top. Travis Barker has worked with everyone. He's worked with yeah. the game. He's done tons of shit. I was worried about this episode because five minutes in, Joe was just asking about his shoulders. Yeah. And then they started talking for a while. Then like a half hour later, he was like, but the shoulders, man. I was like, oh no, yeah. Joe's is some loop of just. Yeah. What about your wrists? Yeah. How do you do that? And it was, this. he yeah. told him again, yeah. but then they got into it. Yeah. I didn't like that part either. I, I love the whole show. Oh. I still have um, I listen to it again. nightmares about being in high school and having not done assignments and like, I'm 42 years old and I you still, still have, yeah, I still yeah, have man. those nightmares. We all do. Those are the worst. Do you, do you still have high school nightmares? I didn't go to high school. That's it. Mm. But we all have. Mine things. are all about disappointing my dad though. You know what I mean? That's the, no, no I don't, I don't. Well, know. It, I know what you mean what though. Is. Like it's, so it's like, I used to skip all the time. That's what I mean by I never yeah. went to high school. So like once I got home, any time the phone rang, you I thought was, it was the school. I was like, in? this is it. You know what I mean? And like, lived on the you edge. Could just, yeah, like you see. time. Dead man like, walking. If I didn't get to the phone first, it was watching the look on one of my parents' face, like yeah. my mom or my stepdad, and being like, oh, no, this is it. Because they'd look right at me like, oh, he wasn't. Well, thank you. You know, like, oh, It fuck. goes right to my cell now, day of. Yeah, well, from my now son. these kids are yeah. fucked. Yeah, there's no, you can't hide from that shit anymore. I had a million ways around it. I used to, I used to, I used to actually go to school, and I would get the girl delivering the Scantron sheet. I would like intercept her and then erase. I wonder if Scantron is a thing in the States. It is for sure. Yeah. What I've had standardized tests. Scantron is like a worldwide thing. Cause I waited so much is dreams where you just uh, have keep taking orders and orders and orders and orders of people. Oh, waited tables. And you still gotcha. haven't given them to the kitchen. Do you have poker dreams? And the people. No, no. Really? Even when we were playing a lot poker, like dude, when, we were, card when we were playing, so when Mostly I was playing a lot dreams. online, like when I'd have like a like a two day session, yeah, I would fully have like either massive win or massive loss. Like I'd wake up either so amped and then bummed out. I've never had a dream like, like I just got twenty, and then you wake up, you're like, oh. Or, I thought I had something when I woke up. Yeah, yeah. I've, that's happened once or twice. I think I dreamt I had a new car with a bow on it. And like open window, like oh my god. What's funny though, Kamar, is when I used to drink a lot, um, I would go to the casino so drunk and not remember that it did happen multiple times where I woke up um, with up. like a bunch of cash and casino chips ever down. And there's for been sure. multiple yeah. times where you left yeah, a yeah. stack of money in the cab in a cab. Yeah. So for sure. let's look at both oh, sides of this listen, coin. Oh, <laughs> you achieve and don't um, achieve at the casino. No, but like I remember one day I woke up and this, I got a text from someone that was like, dude, you were on fire at the casino last night. And I look on the table and there's like a stack of chips and a bunch of hundreds. And I was like, what was I playing? He was like backer. I was like, I have no idea how to play backer. It's the I'm doing my fingers good old days. Yeah, but yeah, those days, yeah. Anyway. Joe was talking about his high school dreams. We got real far off there. Right? Oh, it's all dream, good. Dreams is a beautiful thing to talk about. No, we were all just talking about the weird, weird fucking... So he's got uh, fucking head tattoos. His whole head. Yeah, I don't I, I don't understand that one. Like, I well, get... You I have get no the, tattoos. No, no, though. but I get why people want the tattoos. I get the tattoos. Well, he ran out of space. It's either but $40 million dollars or 40 years understand. in prison, those tattoos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, once you get anything above the shoulders tattooed, you've you've drawn a line in the sand. Like, I'm never working this 75% swath of jobs ever again. 
And he said he lost all his tattoos because the the yeah, fire. Yeah, because the stuff. fire. That's crazy. Yeah. So sorry. Just moving back for Hold a on second. Too, and they graft your skin on with pig carcass. Ugh. Ooh, gross. What's that for? That's what he That's said. He, when he's all when his, they were his tattoos skin oh, on yeah, his yeah. leg. Thirty surgeries. That's how many surgeries he said he had to have for that skin graft. That's and crazy. That's not in a day. That's Let's like, also think no, no, no. Too. But Hold that's on. thirty times being put under. Every yeah, time yeah. you get put under, there's a chance you're not coming back. You and know? you just fucked with. Let's also uh, not forget he's in the states. I know he's rich, but imagine how much all of that cost him. Oh yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. We're talking. Well, he has like, insurance. Okay, well, it, you know how much that costs someone? Someone, yeah. Fives of millions of dollars. Like, More to the point is, Matt, how much would that cost somebody who wasn't, you know no, what I that's mean? that's what I'm saying. If you're not famous, you probably can't get 30 skin grafts and you end up just having like yeah. a burnt body and face, you oh, know? Oh, it's terrible, I know. No, it, it, that's, that's why you the got the tattoos again. Yeah. I'm sure the pain was nothing. Right, yeah. So if you're yeah, American yeah. and listening to this, believe us when we tell you oh, a it, little bit of higher tax is worth universal health care. Is that why Trust he me. got the head tattoos was to cover scars? No, no, I think he, he had said those he, ran, he, had he said he ran out of space. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, well, you didn't hear him. He was like, I just had to tattoo over something here to get a new tattoo. He's got mm-hmm. no room. He's a full canvas. I'm going to lay something out for you guys here, okay? Nothing to do with tattoos. Okay. And this is going to go against my whole believing in Bigfoot. Oh, right? I'm excited. I watched this. I listened to this whole... Um, uh, maybe it was a radio lab or what I think it might've been radio lab. Anyways. Um, it was about, uh, this bear in some town in Massachusetts or something. And it had some like foot defect or, or a hand defect. And it, it was a hand defect. So it walked around on two legs and it would be in the, the city and stuff and whatever. They started feeding the bear blood. That's not the point. The point is, this bear's walking around on two legs. Then they tell you that that's something that happens often, that bears in the wild will walk around on two legs. Yeah. They also have this look to like their arms. They're very long, the bear arms, when they're standing on two legs. That's what Bigfoot sightings are. Yeah, most likely. Most likely, most of them, when they're not actually Bigfoot, it's a bear walking on two legs. Yeah. Probably. I, I, I pay that. I've seen a bear stand up. It looks like a person. Or a Bigfoot. Well, imagine you saw a bear in the wild. Let's keep in mind, too. Standing on two legs. You would be like, you know, you saw it through the trees. I've seen it real close up. You would yeah. think that that was like a hairy man. Let's also confused. keep in mind, too. Agreed. The panic sets in almost fucking immediately and your senses go to shit. Like right. You're no longer like, oh, I've got 20-20 vision and that's, oh, I know what I'm seeing. Like, you're like. What the like your balls immediately right. you know, where your ass tightens when up you're and not, gets all cold. When you're not scared, you probably can't remember right what you That's saw. What let alone when you got your fucking adrenaline rushing through. Oh. Listen, in a Anyways, court of law, they say like eyewitness testimony is the worst. That was a real long way to say that uh, bears walk on two legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this one in in Boston, the whole they have this whole controversy because people are like taking care of this bear because it has this fucked up hand, and some people are pro taking care of the bear because he can't take care of himself. But some people are pro leave the bear alone because nature should be taking care of nature. Mm-hmm. It's a weird argument that they're having about this. Uh, they talk about this bear in this episode. All animals in captivity. It's a weird argument. It's not, in it's captivity. not in captivity. Kamar. It's, 
it's in the wild, but it's started living around the town and people started feeding it and stuff, you know, so it's semi there was a, there's, it's like a friendly bear. There, yeah. there was a story today about uh, 60 polar bears that have invaded a Russian city. I think I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not this little arrangement they have going. Well, no, but polar yeah, bears but sure, are having yeah. a huge problem. I'm sure these polar bears are like, warming. hey, uh, this is, the ice caps are melting. Yeah, I don't know I'm why not, they're melting. They're like, listen, this I'm is your fault. But I wonder if they catch all these uh, polar bears, if they're going to hang them. Teach them a lesson. But I'm dumb. Well, <laughs> no. Shecky green over Wait, here. Wait, hold on a second, because I just saw something the other day where this elephant. No, I'm leaving. No, we that. read that. They hung the elephant. Where, where, was it this episode? Oh, it, it was a, God, I can't even I remember. What's going great on? Su- Kamar, great subway. Great subway. Why do you subway? think I went, but I'm dumb? I'm not trying to get out of it, but I was just trying to. Yeah, yeah. A little. Uh, I know. Allude to something this that was coming This podcast up. has created a huge problem in my life because everything I used to be able to say. Get it out all the way. I heard somewhere to somebody else made me seem real smart i say that to you guys you listen to the same shit i listen to yeah. man it all comes from joe rogan i don't learn and anything anywhere but joe rogan. i realized the other day my defect is all i know is because i've been listening to joe rogan like even if i want to spray on him and turn on him like i have nowhere else to go well, at least in my defense when uh, there's something that actually interests me i do further research on it good that's good yeah every good. all the other podcasts i listen to Started by learning about yeah, no, well, YouTube for channels, sure. whatever you want for to call sure. it. I, I agree. I that, it's all like a, a family tree off of the Joe Rogan experience. I was real, quick, real quick, real quick, polar bear story. They had uh, they missed a great opportunity on your mom's house when Brian was telling the shit in his mouth story, and he was like, it was weird. It was like a really familiar taste. Um, I was really hoping either Tom or Christina would have gone, oh, McDonald's. <laughs> That would have been inside baseball. That would have been a fucking great. <laughs> so why do they hang the elephant? Because it freaks out and runs it over ran a bunch through of people like at the, the town city. or something. Teach yeah. you the lesson. So they get a crane and they hang the elephant from. You would think his the neck. logistics and the fucking the. Well, you've pain seen the photo. Of, like you see the photo. Fo- no, but they went a long. Matt's right. It's like the lengths they had to go. No pun intended. To, to kill this that, animal. It's the that, most ignorance I've ever seen like, in my life. Insane. No, but it's so dumb. Like, why yeah. didn't they just take a That's fucking means. elephant gun and blow a hole through its head? Yeah. Whatever they named, you want. They named or, the gun or put for a, it. put a cannon up its ass or something. Why did they have to, like, uh, get a crane? Why did they have to kill it? Well, why they, they have to kill they it? They had to kill it because that was what they had to do in their minds. No, I'm just saying. No, but that's my point. But is if they had mind. to kill it, why did they have to, you know, rent a crane to do it? But that's what's weird about humans. It was, like, it was sadistic. We're always like, oh my God, that elephant did elephant shit. Let's oh, no. kill it. Like, Listen, whoa, they, whoa, they whoa. shouldn't have killed it. I'm just... Like, I get why this mob mentality, these stupid people back in the olden days would be like, no, we're going to lynch <laughs> yeah, that elephant. Just, you so know, it's, they'll learn like it's yeah, like a mountain. That's lion. what I think the mentality is. And there was, did so you say a mountain stupid. lion? No, I said, it's like mountain lions, like a mountain lion picks someone off of a path. And we're like, we got to kill that mountain. Well, lion. Wait, like, or unless you wrestle or it unless death. you yeah. choke it out. We talked about it that. Ha- oh, we did. On the wrap up, yeah. We talked about it. They talked about it though again. They talked about it in this episode. They talked about it again. Yeah. And uh, the guy chokes out the jogger. But he said it was a baby, jogger. a baby or something. Like it what? was younger. It was no. younger. It was younger, I believe. Oh, so that takes away from the fact that he no. choked out a no, mountain no, lion? No, 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 but I'd rather Listen, try to it, kill a cub. If, the, than if a that guy takes two mountain lion cubs and knocks their heads together, that's super impressive to me. The still. real question is do you think the mother lion was watching and was like, that's natural selection? Yes. Um, no. You gotta let nature take its course. No. <laughs> I think that story led into them talking about the uh, pit bull. Which pit bull? 
the, the I think Joe told him the story, but the guy had a pit bull who showed up at the house and needed a hundred stitches or something because he, oh, yeah, he killed fought the nine the coyotes. And yeah. coyotes. Then he followed the trail, yeah. and it was and just like, what dead happened. Coyotes. And it was just a massacre. That the story, the best time. That story will be in our JRE drinking game because he tells it. You know, every fifty Does podcast. He? I yeah. thought that was the first time. No, oh, I've so, heard well, it a no, million not, times. That would have to be like everyone drinks five shots. Yeah, it's a special one. Seldom. I said yeah. every fiftieth okay, yeah, yeah. podcast, yeah, 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 but he right. definitely so, so he tells was, it. He was feeling Travis Barker. They were yeah. dust that. I've yeah, started pulled keeping, an oldie out. Yeah, <laughs> I started keeping notes of um of things for the drinking game, and that's one of them. DMTs in there for sure. Well, there there are some that come up all the time, and those will be you know just shots. But like you said, like a sip, everyone takes a sip. It'll actually be a mixed uh, game, so like it'll be like a bong hit, or yeah. oh, that yeah. one might be like a, I don't know. You have to eat an edible or something. I feel like uh, I feel like Simon I don't want to play this game. <laughs> I feel like Simon has a bunch of notes for Green Day. <laughs> Did you know that Dookie was the highest selling album in 1996? <laughs> that he, I wish Joe would ask him about Days of Our Life or whatever that song is. No, I know you didn't. I have a bunch of notes I know, for, Green, I know. for Green Day. <laughs> We were going to talk about Kerplunk. We were going to talk about uh, 1001 Slapped Out Happy Miles or whatever the fuck that album was called. Only of you. It was also cool when he referenced fire. In the uh, Referenced fire. Travis Barker was like, yeah, I'm so glad we canceled Oh, the Fire Island. The yeah, Fire Island. Sorry, oh, yeah, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> like, I was going to drive there. Like, he was literally going He doesn't there. fly like me. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't fly. So when he wants to go to, like, New York, he's got to get on the bus drive for five days i think he had to take a boat or something like he was, but he was gonna oh, go no, there. to get yeah. to fire island he was gonna have to drive to florida and then take a boat out to the island but he wasn't talking about oh yeah that festival that was bullshit man that was never gonna happen he was like yeah it's, uh, sound legit with well, they, they were he probably he probably worked with ja rule oh i hope not that'd be that'd be bad no blink 182 was the first band to pull out ja rule is the worst yeah ja rule is the worst the best is in the fire island documentary um, they're having this big round table meeting and jaw rules like on Skype on this big screen. And they're like, well, we don't want to defraud anyone. And he's like, this ain't fraud. What you talking about fraud? And then he gives it some other, he like, he explains what he did and he explains fraud. <laughs> and then he's like, this is telling people you're doing one thing, but doing something else. Yeah. He's like, it's making like, money. Yeah. I told someone I was going to do one thing. I took their money and I did something else. That ain't fraud. And Mary's the definition no, of fraud. No, dude, Mary goes, <laughs> this? Mary asked me, she goes, what is fraud? And I, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that is the definition of it. But I look it up and I was like, oh no, that's bang on what it was. Yeah, Total he was, was like reading idiot. out of the Webster's Dictionary. Listen, there's a reason 50 Cent still is around and Ja Rule isn't. I love the 50 bought all of his music, still buys all the tickets at his shows. It's fucking incredible. Well, he's keeping him. It's sort of like dissing him and helping him out. A little bit, yeah. I mean? but, well, he's uh, like paying, he's just paying the rent. But doing it so in a what, real So what, he buys way. all the seats to Ja Rule no, show just and the then front doesn't rows, show just up? Just the front rows. No, so like this, he had a big show. He bought, I think, the first three or four rows. That's hilarious. Just so that no one... It cost I mean, him they, like 25 bucks. I mean, you got to realize at the end of the day, they're just going to move everyone up a bit. Anyways. But what's really good is he owns all of his music. Like the rights to all of yeah. his music? That's hilarious. So when like a Ja Rule song plays, the money goes... Why? Because ja, ja Rule had like a... He was, he was going to go broke. Fire sale. Well, he was going to go broke, so they sold all <laughs> exactly. the F Y R E fire sale. That's funny, Simon. Well, Good like, one, didn't Simon. Michael Jackson own for all your ripoff experience? 
Anyway, we're off of Travis. Yeah, we're done here, man. Well, that's perfect because that's an hour and a half, so we'll call this part one. He was a super cool rock star. I liked everything about him. Oh, yeah. Rate the episode, Simon. I give this episode, uh, well, when I thought I liked Blink-182, I gave it a four, but I'm going to have to go with like a 3.7 since I was thinking it was old Green Day. Okay. Kamar? Sorry, it wasn't Billy Joe. I give it a five. I loved it. I love I love Blink-182. I loved everything they talked about. Even the dog story was for the second time. I thought um, it was amazing. Yeah, and no. not, nothing political. Yeah, that was nice. So. I don't mind the political stuff. Whatever. The, I give it a. I give it a four. I thought it was a, uh, a solid episode. Travis Barker was a great was made dude. For. Um, yeah, I would suggest uh, this was a really good episode this week. Probably one of the better ones this week. Um, so I will rate Travis. I thought he was a really good dude. I would give him like a five. I'll give him a four point nine because no, a five. Anybody who lives through a plane crash, fucking gets a five by me. Really, Hitler lives through a plane crash. Anybody who's a good dude and <laughs> lives who's through not a, a war plane crash okay. gets a five by me. Go if, ahead. If uh, he's listening, Mark. Travis, I give you a seven, buddy. I seven. thought you were top. Wow. So yeah, he was awesome. And I get to rate for, uh, a bit of a douche. Wow. for Maddie. Really? You thought he'd be a douche? I, I wasn't sure. Like, I don't know. That's Rockstar's. why you have to give him a seven because mm-hmm. you slight him. Right just, just to show <laughs> that there is no bias to this whole thing, Matthew gives him a five and a half. No, you yep. don't. Do he you? loves him. No one, I, I no loved one, him. No one wow. gets a fucking five. He loved ever. him. Yeah, I don't think that's. I, I give him know. high praise for sure. Good dude. But You're not I don't, copying I don't, me. I don't so fucking. It's go a good thing. Do it's a good thing that you don't have a say in it. You don't believe that rating. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna take a quick uh, smoke break. Well, they are, and uh, we'll be back with part two momentarily. Mm-hmm.